hello hello welcome to the courageous queen podcast the first episode i am goddess mother nature your courageous coach and today i am just going to introduce myself right i've been on social media for a minute now with giving like insight and wisdom into womb healing and feminine energy and self-love and sensuality and mindset shift and emotional literacy and business tips and things like that but I noticed that a lot of people just don't know me or my story, you know? I don't, I'm very, like, I don't want to say selective, but I don't talk about me as much. And in my quiet time with God, I'm starting to see the importance of why I have to start sharing my journey. Because my journey is very much so purposeful. My business is a result of my journey. My business is a result of me finding my authenticity and really indulging and loving in myself, right? So I'm just going to spend today sharing that um again before i go too deep into my story this is called the courageous queen podcast and this podcast is all about healing womanhood so everything about feminine energy our um, toxic femininity our wounds our self-love problems our relationship problems our mother-daughter wounds our father wounds family generational trauma um just any everything little with womanhood <laughs> everything little with womanhood is going to be on this podcast and i cannot like i cannot wait to share what god reveals to me about women to share and give to more women especially black women i'm a black woman so my heart is always going to be centered around black women and i just can't wait to share some of the insights and the breakthroughs that i've had on this channel or this podcast with you all right so a little about me um like i said my name is goddess mother nature but my real name is alicia howell I am from the east side of Detroit. I'm from the bottom of the bottom of the bottom, okay? But um, I was born to my mother at 15 years old. And I was raised by my aunt and uncle who um, raised me until I was like five or six. For some reason, in my memory, I only remember being my mom from the fourth grade onward. So it's a, it's a chunk period where it's like the middle of third grade up until my fourth grade beginning. I just don't remember that part of my life. Um, so the more I dig into that, I'm pretty sure it'll come up, but keep to keep going. Yes. I was, um, born to my mom. At, she was 15 years old, raised to my aunt and uncle to like my 34th grade, um, years. And then I moved my mom at that age time period. Throughout my childhood, I always just knew that my life wasn't going to be like what I was experiencing. I don't, I can't not explain how I knew or what this feeling was, but I just knew like i just knew that everything that i was experiencing or going through was temporary that it was just going it was just what i was going to go i just had to go through until i went to college right that, that was my mindset um so yeah being my mom up to college i graduated high school um and then i went to michigan state university where i got my um bachelor's degree of science and in information technology in the media in a specialization in media information I have a Bachelor of Science in Information Technology in this... Hold on, y'all. <laughs> this is how far removed I am from my degree. I have a Bachelor of Science in Media Information from Michigan State University and a minor in Information Technology. So I am an engineer by trade and I am a self-love transformational healer by purpose. <laughs> That's what I'm called here to do. Um, so when I graduated from my... Um, university I moved to Austin Texas where I worked 
for three years as a software developer, um, software tester, or automation tester, a software test lead. Um, and I was on a track to become a project manager or a scrum master. I had my scrum master certification right before I left the corporate world. Now let's get to the story of why I left the corporate world and the meat and potatoes and so all of that. Because that's really what jumps my story and embarked me on this journey. So it was like the end of 2018 and I was praying religiously in my closet because I was super depressed because one day I just woke up and I realized that this life wasn't for me like I'm not designed to be waking up every day to go to, to some cubicle to be like led and have people over me who have who like aren't comfortable with themselves and they're projecting it onto me right I just knew that I was in the place that I did not belong so I wanted to exit as quick as possible thinking as i'm praying i'm like god you know please release me release me from this place i'm thinking i'm going to go to a whole new job right so that didn't happen and midst of me praying i had this deep feeling that god was telling me to quit my job yeah i really thought god was telling me to quit my job so me embarking on this new journey with god and, and stepping into my new level of obedience <laughs> i goes into the office and have my one-on-one -on -one meeting with my manager and i tell her you know what i quit you know i'm quitting i really feel like god is calling me to um, quit my job you know and and leave this place and she's like oh no alicia because i had just got a house built mind you y'all i had everything that you want i wanted i was getting i had a good salary i was able to do whatever i wanted to do whenever i wanted to do and on top of saving on top of giving you know it was beautiful i had really to me there was no reason to be complaining i had a house built from the ground up so my manager brought that up like alicia you just got your house built so why would you quit your job i wouldn't recommend that i would just recommend you take some mental health days so which is what i did i went to take some mental health days um and to go back on that i was already trying to get fired so i was already not showing up at work barely being online you know jumping on calls just to be on there or sometimes not even showing up and coming up with an excuse so i was full of excuses trying to get fired and it just wasn't working but uh, and then i went to my office to quit she just recommended the mental health day so i um went home and you know kept praying during that time literally just praying just praying just praying and i um decided to i know it was a scripture i came across i can't really remember what it was that verbatim but it was pretty much saying like do do the best you can for god you know, like, do the best you can. Wherever God has you, serve God in that, sp that space. And you're and by doing the best you can, it's pleasing God, right? So I said, you know what? God, you got me here. This is where I am. So I'm going to try to be the best I can be. So I was trying to implement Scrum Master. People that are not in the IT world don't even... I'm not even going to go that deep. I was trying to implement new things. I was giving it my all in this space. And, like, two or three months later, I got laid off. I got laid off. And um, I had a nice savage package. I was already saving money, um, a lot of money, because I just felt, I just was saving, right? And then I got this nice savage package. So I knew that I had cushions, so I didn't have to rush and go get another job. So instead of me getting another job, I decided to, you know what, God? I am going to go ahead and fulfill my purpose. Whatever you got me here to do, I ain't got nothing but space opportunity, baby. Let's figure it out, okay? So, so that's what I did, right? Um... From there, I put my awe, everything that I was saving, into a conference in California. Um, I don't know if everybody knows, but Lisa Nichols, she was hosting a speaking right to make millions conference in um, 
California, right? I got told me to get the VIP ticket. So I got the VIP ticket. I went and did all of that. But for some reason, I was not there for speaking and writing. I was not. I was so confused. Like, I'm like, okay, guys, she keep talking about speaking. She keep talking about writing. But she did it. She was doing an online thing that made me find out about the, the conference um, on Facebook. And it was all about personal development. So I was like having all these breakthroughs and feeling transformed. And I wanted that. I was craving that. So on the last day, on the third day, she did talk about a little bit of personal development stuff. But I still was like, no, I'm not leaving here empty-handed. I just put my all into this. Like, <laughs> like... Everything I had in my savings account, I just booked to come here. I don't know what I'm here for, but I know I'm here for some sort of transformation. And speaking and writing ain't it. This is not where my. This is not where I am. You know, I didn't see that for. I didn't see that for myself at the time. So um, on the last day, she's talking about a retreat, and I'm like, I need this retreat, God. Like, I need this retreat, and God, like, go on stage and ask. I'm like, what? In my head, you know, like, what? What do you mean, go up there and ask? I can just ask the lady for her mic. He like, how you gonna call yourself the courageous coach? If you know, and you afraid to be courageous, so you gotta know me to know like how I am. But so I'm like, okay, you're right, bump that. Like you're not about to, you're not about to hold me and try to make me seem like I'm not courageous. And I'm walking around here calling myself the courageous coach. Boom! I raised my hand <laughs> and I said, hey, you know, can I um, borrow the mic for a second? And she like, yeah, she she lets me come up, give me the mic, and I explained that um, I had taken myself as far as I can go. I needed help. I knew I was in a room full of money. I was not asking her specifically. I was asking the room because I knew I was in a room full of money and I knew I didn't have money. I knew I had taken myself as far as I can go. I exhausted everything I had. So I was like, somebody can help me. So whoever can help me come up here and be willing to help me. So I'm asking for sponsorship. Right? So I'm on the mic, ask for sponsorships. And she says, hey, if you trust me, I got something for you later. I said, okay, yeah, I trust you. You know, I let it go. Conference still going on. We still talking about some speaking and writing. I'm still waiting on the personal development, <laughs> right? And then we get to the end um, of the day, kind of towards the end, and she's like having people come up on stage who signed up for programs and things like that. And she mentions like, you know, this young lady came up to me and asked for help and with something that she said sparked my interest, with her, which is I took it myself as far as I can go. So what I'm going to do is I wasn't going to offer this program until I got to South Africa, but I'm going to offer it here right now. I'm going to give everyone in the room the opportunity to come on stage in a row, but I'm also going to give her a free spot. This was a this is a famous motivational speaker. And this is the first time she was launching this personal development program called Elevate. Elevate is shorter. No, it was Elevate, and then they rolled over to something else. I'm not gonna go into detail about it, but um, Elevate. So I had got gifted into this six month personal development pro program um, coaching from Lisa Nichols, like a famous motiv motivational speaker, a transformational speaker, right? So during that time period, while I'm um, in this personal development program, I'm also having my womb problems, right? So I'm. I know that God wants me to start a business. I know that I'm I'm going into the coaching business. For me at that time, it was life coaching, right? So I'm like, okay, Alicia, you can't be in business and pull the same stuff you pulled in corporate, which is which is uh, my stomach is pain in pain. I have bad menstrual cramps. I can't come in to work today. I'm gonna have to work online. I'm gonna have to work from home. And I did that about every month for about three or four days, but it was legitimate. Right? It was really what I was experiencing. I used to have really, really painful menstrual cycles to the point where I would be bent over like this with a heating pad. And I might be at the front door 
with it wide open to get some air. And it, it couldn't be one or the other. I couldn't stand up straight. I would have to be bent over in order to move around, to just get move around, to maneuver through the day. Or I'd be in my bed all day curled up in the same spot because any ounce of movement is going to inflict more pain that I wanted to experience, right? So in the midst of me like growing myself and trying to start my business, I had, I had a real moment with myself. Like, Alicia, you cannot... You can't be booked for a speaking engagement. You can't have a one-on-one -on -one appointment with a client. You can't do a group coaching session. You can't do none of this if in if your body is going to be spun like this. Like if your body does that, you can't just cancel on people. That's people money. That's people investments, right? So I'm like, okay, we should we're gonna try this again. We're gonna try to go to the doctors and get everything figured out. Again. Because I've been doing this since 16 years old and I've been getting the same runaround and the same thing. Here I am, 25, 26. Same exact thing. Take ibuprofen a week before your period. I I had a friend tell me, like, Alicia, that just can't be good. That's like blood thinners. And then my friend is, like, in the health industry and stuff at this time. So she's learning about it. So I'm like, okay. You know, then I researched it. Like, yeah, that's kind of true. We shouldn't be taking, and I was taking, like, two to three pills a day leading up to my cycle. And then when I came on my cycle, I don't even want to tell you how many I really was, how many pills I was taking to manage the pain. And I'm going to say a minimum of six. I would take two at a time. So every two or three hours, I'm popping two pills. I didn't care. I wanted the pain to be clear. Uh, and I want the pain to go away, right? So I was popping them pain pills. Like, and it was just regular, like Aleve or uh, Motrin or Tylenol. It wasn't nothing like spectacular, but that just wasn't going to work on my entrepreneur journey because it left me filled with so much anxiety before my cycle because i didn't know what my body was going to do right and having things booked it just it just was too much it was just too much on me so back to the doctors i go to the doctors they tell me the same thing they don't give me no ultrasound she feels and she do my you know how they go inside you and put on push on your pelvis she says i feel a lot of fight birds if they only cause you pain during your period you should be fine blah 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 so I'm like, God, <laughs> I want a painless menstrual cycle. How do I get a painless menstrual cycle? So I was led to them. Queen of Fools, Sacred Woman, the book. And I um, put out a call on Instagram. I'm like, you know what? I was on Instagram and Facebook. And I'm like, anybody want to go to this book with me? And I attracted three other beautiful women who I call my soul sisters. Right? So then we embarked on that nine-week journey of um, the gateways and healing through the womb healing process of... Uh, following sacred woman um, queen of fools principles so that journey did nothing but just get deeper and deeper and deeper because it was just i was just being amazed i was already having these mindset shifts and these um breakthroughs in my coaching with um lisa nichols and my personal development coach and then i'm having the same type of breakthroughs and awareness in this healing this healing womb healing thing i'm going through right so it was just all these breakthroughs and these new neurological pathways that was like bursting inside of me um that i had no choice but to keep digging and keep going 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 through the journey right and all of that and both of those and then i started to bridge both of those paths into my business at the time i didn't realize that i was a blueprint like god was making me a, to a body embody this blueprint that he wanted to give to other women but first i had to walk it through which is where courageous queen comes from right because we start off with courageous coach then god gave me the work the name courageous queen i was calling myself courageous queen for a while and then he and god said i need you to remove that from you like and for me i was offended like how you gonna tell me how you gonna give this to me and then take it away <laughs> right 
But they was like, no, I need you to I need you to remove this from you because it's not yours. This is for other people. I just needed you to understand it and embody the principles that I'm giving you um, through this, right? And Courageous Queen is all about finding your true self and being uh, and having the courage and the boss to really live out who you truly are and not worrying about how the world says you have to be, how your family says you have to be, how your friends think you should be. Like really loving yourself through the good and the bad. You know, like loving the good parts of you, loving the bad parts of you, having the courage to stand tall through those pieces, right? And even allowing the suppressed parts of you to come up and rise, right? Creating a life that you enjoy waking up to, that is a courageous queen. A courageous queen is going to stand up for herself. A courageous queen is going to have and implement boundaries to protect her energy. A courageous queen is going to indulge in her self-love and she's going to experience pleasure to the highest forms because she's so in tune with all of her senses through sensuality, right? A courageous queen is the most feminine being that you will come across because she is an embodiment. She is in her being. She is trustful. She is loving. She is compassionate. She is divinity, right? She is soft. She is nurturing. She is intuitive. She is psychic. She is magical. She is mystical. She is all these things. And, and she is accept, accepting of who she is, right? She adorns her body because she loves her body. Understand that her temple is sacred. She honors her sacredness. She honors her sacredness within her, right? That is a courageous queen. And I had to walk through everything. I had to walk through so much stuff. These have been the hardest years of my life, but the most rewarding years of my life. I am now 30. I started this journey at 25, 26. And I never left God's side. And I never, I never doubted that provision no that's a lie <laughs> i was about to lie because i definitely thought that provision was going to be made for me but i've always been anchored in the provision that was made for me the last time right like i always was anchored in the provision that was made for me last time i always stayed anchored in knowing that god was going to show up for me because he had no choice but to and now i'm in a space where i there's nothing else to do but but pursue my purpose I have nothing else in this world to do. I built a life solely dependent on God alone. <laughs> you know? I can't I can't do nothing else. And I'm I'm totally totally okay with that. I'm like I'm in I experience the most peace. I have the most love. I experience the most happiness in this space and I am okay and I don't want nothing else but the presence of God around me, right? Um, and because I experience peace and I know what peace feels like, I am a chaser of peace. I am a lover of peace. I am a surrenderer to peace. Like, it peace is everything to me, right? And when you truly embark on a journey with God, you experience that peace that transcends all understanding, right? Boom, yes. And just to give a little bit more about, I guess, me and who I am and led me deeper and deeper to journey i had another coach my, my next coach who i'm coaching with now is called lady shepsha which i met her last no 2019 i was supposed to i was supposed to join her coaching program but then i got hesitant and i didn't then somehow i came around again and i joined it and, and it allowed me to awaken to the healing power of my sensual and sexual energy and for one if you know me i am literally probably one of the most sacredest women you will say i said sacredest as we go along this podcast, y'all gonna realize that I have my own terminology of things and I am not the best grammatically. I'm an engineer, so that means I think mathematically and analytical. So, 
don't become the grammar police on this podcast. Thank you. <laughs> I just had to say that. But um, I forgot what I was saying, y'all. Dang. Dang, I forgot. Uh, oh, like I said, I'm probably the most, one of the most sacred. I, I cherish my body. And, every, and everybody can't get close to me or get inside of me or experience me. You have access. Is, access to me is a privilege, right? And everybody can't get access to me. But I am also very comfortable in my sensual and sexual energy. I'm a very sexual woman. I'm a very passionate woman. I'm a very sensual woman. I am deeply rooted into my senses, right? And that is all for me. And my journey of womb healing, um, like learning about my menstrual cycles and that whole thing, y'all. This this podcast is gonna be so good because there's so much I got to give. Cause I just don't want to get off topic. My journey of womb healing just led me deeper into the God design of women. Like what God designed women to be. We were not designed for our sensual and sexual energy to be controlled by men. Why does it take a man for you to feel sexual or sensual? Why does it take a man for you to feel like you need to go get yourself together? And and getting yourself together is not just baths and nails and hair and stuff. It's so much deeper and I kept walking deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper into the journey and I've just been wild about like 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 God like where is this insight? Why was it this taught to us? Why are we so lost when it comes to our womanhood? Why is femininity a crutch or why does it feel like a task or why does it feel hard? Why are women walking around this earth Treating themselves like a vacation. You should wake up to yourself going deeper to yourself. And you should go to sleep to yourself going deeper to yourself. You should never be without inside of you. You should always be in tune with you, right? And that's how we awaken to our intuition, right? So I don't want to go deeper and I don't want to go too much into like what the podcast is going to be about, like talking about everything right now. <laughs> but I really, I really, really, really wanted to come on here and just give me it's time for the world to meet me, to get to know me. And I'm tired of hiding myself. Um, and I'm tired of feeling like I have to always be in a state of discernment to see if people are trying to take from me or whatever. When I know I have, my boundaries are immaculate. <laughs> you know, my intuition is on fleek. It's never, it's never off. It's on point. My discernment is precise. I'm, and, I, and I don't like, to, I'm, it's not to my own, own horn. I'm really wrong, but that's because I take the time to slow down and get still and to listen and to be guided, right? And that's all I want to focus on this podcast. I want to focus on all of us healing our womanhood and especially black women. If you are a radiant, ambitious woman, this podcast is strictly for you. If you are a woman who operates majority of her time in her masculine energy on the go, 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 I got to do this, do, 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 do this, this podcast is strictly for you, if you are going to bed every night feeling unfulfilled, this podcast is especially for you because we are going to manifest. Ah, we're going to manifest a life that you enjoy waking up to, goddess. And I'm going to address you on this podcast as goddess because you are a goddess, and it's time for us to own and tap into our goddess energy, right? So, how can you work with me? If you want to learn more about me, you can go to www. <laughs> what you can go to www.courageouscoach.com i have courageous queen you need healing experiences and that's a full-blown um 
experience of with the yoni steam mindset shift and emotional literacy self-love sensuality sexual energy really finding alignment getting in tune with you and allowing your authenticity to come through and removing those emotional blockages energetic blockages that's in your way from allowing you to thrive and manifest the life you want to wake up to right um i also teach sensual dance therapy 